So, have you downloaded your digital vaccine passport yet? Because the province now asking for your patience. After the QR code site crashed yesterday, here's tech expert Chris Abel, who joins us now for more on this here on Global News Radio. Chris, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Jeff. Okay, first of all, I hate to say I told you so, but you and I were talking about that. Oh, you remember. Remember this uh, last week? And I said, I don't get the staggered approach over the weekend. They were doing it by your birthday for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and then opening it up to everybody yesterday on Monday. And I said at that time, everybody's going to wait until Monday. And uh, sure enough, it looks like that's what happened. And, And the sites crashed. I, well, the site sort of had difficulty. So there were times in which the traffic got so high that it had to kind of start turning people away is the best way to think about it. And then it would recover when the numbers got down. And, of course, it would crash again. So this was sort of throughout the day on Monday. It was having problems sort of just maintaining the, the sheer volume of people who are all trying to get their certificate on Monday. Uh, but my understanding is that as time progressed, then, you know, the site could catch up to the amount of people logging in. And, you know, it didn't crash completely, but it did have technical issues throughout the day. Okay. And how does it work exactly, this portal? And is it similar to other, uh, I'm going to uh, cite maybe the hockey playoffs. I remember trying to uh, sign on to uh, stream the yeah. game. And if it was a game that a lot of people weren't really that interested in, Chris, uh, I could get on no problems. But uh, some other of the uh, playoff games from uh, last NHL season, I mean, I was just sitting there waiting and waiting. <laughs> and uh, uh, basically what you were mentioning about this QR code uh, just turned away. Yeah, that's just the case. I mean, the website was just being uh, receiving way too many requests from way too many computers for it to handle to be able to handle all the transactions that were required because it wasn't just that people were trying to connect to the website, but they're also trying to submit information and then have a generated uh, QR code in a PDF format be presented for download. So you had a lot of different actions that people were trying to do with the website at the same time. And the website was just couldn't handle the the... I, you know, the millions of people that were trying to re- re- contact it at the same time. You know, this reminds me of a good buddy of mine years ago. We were talking about this. He's a personal trainer and he worked at a gym and he said, you know, we sell way more memberships than we have room for here. Like if everybody that had a membership to this club showed up at the same time, yeah. we'd be done. And, and it sounds like that's similar to this. <laughs> Very much so, because you have to understand they don't have that kind of traffic on a regular basis. This might happen once or twice or a couple of times of the year. So obviously the government isn't going to maintain the amount of resources to sort of deal with that kind of demand and traffic. And maybe they thought, well, we've got this staggered approach. So, you know, throughout the weekend, I went and logged in that Saturday and I had no problems connecting up and grabbing my QR code on Saturday. But of course, as you predicted, it didn't matter. Uh, Nobody was going to go in early. Everybody showed up Monday morning. Okay, so next time we have to do this, if there is a next time, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I think those are the days to stagger it. Not on the weekend when everybody's uh, trying to have a good time. All right, I also want to talk to you uh, here this afternoon, uh, Chris, about uh, Apple. Big announcement yesterday. A new MacBook is coming, but a lot of people are saying uh, what's old is new again. And a lot of Apple fans are kind of happy because they're saying the company, Apple, has finally listened to us and put back some of the stuff that they never should have taken away in the first place. So, yes, there are. I mean, there are a number of things happening with this news. It is major news uh, in that, number one, in the midst of a global chip shortage, there's a huge problem with tech companies getting their hands on computer chips. Here you have Apple saying, hey, we're going to make our own. So these new laptops have M1 computer chips made just from Apple. I guess they're feeling confident that they will have the supply 
when people start to go in order. This may be a problem when the uh, MacBooks come available on the 26th. There may not be enough to go around. Uh, hopefully, Apple does have enough computer chips for all this. Uh, also, you have the issue that when there's a new laptop that's launching, often the big enhancement or change is more power, uh, more efficiency, that kind of thing. But usually that doesn't translate as being useful unless you're a power user. For the average person out there, you're just visiting websites, doing emails and stuff. You don't really need more power, more energy. So it's not always worthwhile buying the great new upgrade. This year's different. So these new MacBook Pros that Apple's unveiling, again, coming out on the 26th, they do have new features that are of benefit to the average everyday person. You've got a whole new speaker system, six speakers built in with spatial audio. Yes, that's going to be very different when you're using your computer. You have a bigger screen real estate. So the 14 inch is now like 14.6 inches. They've managed to put a little notch to hide the uh, webcam up at the top. That webcam, by the way, the FaceTime camera is like 1080p. It's going to be the best FaceTime camera that you've used for video camera calls. So there's a number of features built in. Yes, okay, this makes it worthwhile to kind of go and grab the MacBook. But then on top of that, they've made changes that are going to make a lot of Mac fans very happy. MacBook Pros had this little feature at the top where instead of physical keys, the top row was made up of touch keys, touch bar. And that wasn't popular with a lot of people. Well, Apple's gotten rid of that. And then the other feature was old MacBooks used to have a feature called the MagSafe with a, a little cable that would click in to uh, offer electricity to your MacBook. But if you ever tripped on the cable, it would just pop right out. For some reason, Apple got rid of that. This time around, yay, they've brought it back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and so they say it does both. So the MagSafe as well as regular charge cables will work on it. Very cool. So would you call this maybe the ultimate MacBook? I so far it's a good contender for the ultimate MacBook, but I would say that this is a leap forward. So with both smartphones, with laptops, it's like you go through three years where it's just incremental upgrades. Oh yeah, it's nice they gave right. it a new polish, and unless you need it to get a new laptop, it's not really worth replacing the one that you have. This, I would say, yes, is a leap forward. There are so many dramatic improvements and changes that, yes, it would be worthwhile that if your computer is kind of slow, you feel it's getting old, and you think it's a good time to change it, yes, this is a good time to go and buy a new MacBook. By the way, before we uh, leave Apple, one of the other things they unveiled yesterday was the Apple polishing cloth. Which is, uh, we, we were asking uh, earlier this hour, how much would you pay for a simple polishing cloth? Apple is charging, what, 20 bucks for this, Chris? $19 US. Uh, have to check what the Canadian price is going to work out, but that would be even more. Yes. So, I mean, MacBooks in the past have come with a little, what they call a microfiber cloth to make it easy just to, to clean the screen and stuff like that. But they never sold it separately. And people used to think, why, why, why not do that? Um, well, this is why, because apparently it's, it's a premium microfiber cloth. I don't know. There's <laughs> no indication that this is really dramatically different from the pack of much lesser cost microfiber towels or cloths that you can get at Staples and other places that sell it. Uh, but you no, know, the Apple version, I guess, because it's got their logo on it, or it's got a very specific shade of white. I don't know. Uh, yes, they're charging really, really premium price, $19 U.S. And again, uh, the MacBook, by the way, it's retailing for what? Do we know? Uh, yes, it starts off at $2,500. That's for the 14-inch. And then the 16-inch uh, starts off at $3,150. 
and they can't throw in the polishing cloth. I mean, I feel like I'm buying a car now. Can you throw it for that price? Can I get the floor mats as well? Yeah. yeah you got it. <laughs> All right. Before we let you go, uh, Chris, tell us about what's going on tomorrow morning on Global News Morning. Uh, you're back uh, with everybody there uh, talking uh, Halloween. Halloween. I've got some fantastic Halloween tech tricks. So I'm going to have some animatronics. I've got a adaptive Halloween costume. So I'm going to show off special costumes made for wheelchair users where you can add sound effects and special lights to your wheelchair. And then I've got high-tech Lego. Uh, so I'm going to take a regular Lego build and I'm going to add electronics to it thanks to a company called BrickStuff.com. You can add LEDs, motors. I'm going to bring my Lego creations to life. But then I think the fun that you're going to have is with my animatronic spooky characters. Okay, and we've got the sound of one of them here. Uh, have a listen. Okay, I've already had enough. I'm already scared. <laughs> That's a little zombie girl, uh, and she comes from Home Depot, Canada. And I have to tell you, I was a little worried when they shipped it to me because I didn't want a box that says content, life-size little girl uh, inside but they did ship it with the batteries in, and the poor courier uh, showed up very nervous and giggling when I said, oh, I've been waiting for this box. And he's like, yeah, it's been singing the entire time. But That's what I was wondering. Did the FedEx uh, driver uh, hear this, like, in the uh, back of uh, the, the cabin there? Yeah, when it was getting jostled around, all he could hear. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> that makes for a fun so and safe ride. When he showed up in my front door, because I was looking at him like, oh, I've been waiting for this. He's like, yeah, I bet you have. Yeah, here you go. <laughs> all right. Well, we can hardly wait to see it all for ourselves again. That is tomorrow morning on Global News Morning Toronto. Chris, appreciate this. It's always good to talk. All right. Take care. You too. Our tech expert, Chris Abel. And we're back after break here on Global News Radio. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.